Hello again. It's week three. Thank you for listening. If you've listened to all three episodes, uh, that's even cooler. That's wow. That's some commitment, considering uh, the audio quality is not better in this one either. Um, but as of recording this, uh, I've actually... They're not recording. Editing. As of editing this, I've actually recorded episode four using a different method, and it sounds way better. So... Uh, this is the last one that sounds like this, and I'm sorry that the audio worked out this way. Uh, it's just not fair to my guests to be like, okay, uh, remember everything you just said, let's do another take. Um, so, yeah. You enjoy <laughs> enjoy this one, too, hopefully, even though the audio is bad. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have turned on the computer and used the internet in the past 20 years, then you may have found that philosophy is making a resurgence in a big way. You just may not have recognized it, considering it goes by different names now, such as spirituality and existentialist crises. My name is Fidget Wren, and in this podcast, I aim to explore those pop philosophy questions that have never been dared to be asked. Welcome, and please enjoy The New Craze. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of The New Craze, your new favorite pop philosophy podcast. Um, I'm here today with my friend Josie, who actually haven't, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in like a couple of years, right? Like, yeah, actually actually spoken, it probably hasn't been since high school. Yeah, yeah. You're in the new, you're in the UK now, right? I am. I'm in Scotland. Oh shit, I thought you were in like uh Britain, but I was wrong. Um, yeah, no, I'm further north. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's that? How's you're there for school, right? Mhm. Yeah, just finishing up my third year. And we don't... like is it like bachelor's degree? Is that is like schooling like internationally recognized like is bachelor's degree the same everywhere or is like in a different Yeah. We don't okay. call it that confusingly here it's it is called a master's so like okay so your master's is equivalent to my bachelor's so if i got my master's what would that be equivalent to um they just call it like post-grad work i can't even think of what the actual degree (laughs) is called i'm not sticking around here for that i'm going back home for my degree (laughs) yeah that makes sense well, you've been enjoying the UK so far? Oh, yeah, it rules. Um, I, so I'm too much of a fucking square to get a fake ID. So I came here where it was illegal, where it was legal for me to drink uh, the moment I came here. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, God. I feel like dr- underage drinking is so like, oh god, I'm drunk. <laughs> but then you like start yeah. actually drinking, and you're just like, now I'm sad. <laughs> god, yeah. You you really you really have to balance it out because it's like, yeah, if you're at a party, you're with people, you can keep the energy up. But sometimes it's you know, it's twelve o'clock at night. Sometimes you end up at a coffee shop at one thirty in the morning after not nine hour shift, and you end up in a really dark place. Yeah. Oh, God. Imagine things being open at 1 a.m. Over here, especially because we're in fuck it, fuck all nowhere, um, out by the sea, 
everything closes at like six o'clock unless it's a restaurant or a bar but even then like god imagine having workers rights holy shit i know imagine valuing employees (laughs) well actually that somehow he ended up in the ballpark of what i wanted to talk about for today i'm just good Um, like yeah um so one thing i think is interesting between the united states and the united kingdom is just how different the political discourse is between the two. Oh yeah but completely different um and i don't really want to talk about like politics but i do think political philosophy is an interesting conversation Mm -hmm. Um, for sure and so i think my take that i've come to recently is Mm -hmm. that uh like all political discourse is essentially like wrong like false like you can't ever ethically talk about politics at all oh yeah like Why, why do you why do you say that well, okay. Because I kind of, I, I feel like maybe I think I know where you're coming from, but walk me through it. Okay, so I'm, this is pretty new for me and definitely not something that I thought of 30 seconds before I called you. Um, Never. But, so the general idea, I guess, is that talking about politics requires you to distinguish between different people. And we're all sort of like part of like the same interconnecting web of like social experiences. Like all of our social experiences help define each other. So I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to call anybody an individual, if that makes sense, considering we're all, none of us are defined individually. We're all defined by each other and like our differences from one another. It's like, while we're all like almost distinguishable. Right. It's where there's just to talk about politics to refer to individuals and the differences between people. I don't think we're really all that different considering we're all defined by each other. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's one of those things, you know, when, when it comes to politics, I think it's so it's so funny because you have. You know, like, at least in the U.S., that was a big thing, especially after the election and everything. It's all, you know, we're all one people. And they managed to get so close to the idea and then completely missed the mark in what they wanted to actually do. Well, yeah, it's, that's just like, that's that's kind of why I'm an advocate for philosophy in the first place, is I just I don't think the world has enough of it. You know, you can do politics and you can get close to the right answer, but without a healthy dose of like, actual beliefs that are motivating whatever you're saying then you're really not going to get anywhere near what you want to say oh Um, no and it's it's so easy to get lost in the paint because if you don't have that guiding light if you don't constantly you know you don't have that touchstone to look back to and go where am i going why am i here you're going to get so lost and that in a way that's how we get new philosophies and new kind of branches of life but sometimes you're forging your own path through that chaos yeah yeah but in in the middle like when you're on that path at some point either you or the people around you go hey buddy you're not doing what you were trying like what you said you're doing i don't know if you're trying to do that or what but 
you gotta stop you gotta stop calling yourself a liberal <laughs> yeah well really though like all liberals are full of shit if you think about it because none of them are really none of them are really embracing their own like identity politics that they're talking about because really identity is all about how we define each other and like i was saying oh, yeah. we define each other exclusively by how we are defined by other people and so refusing to acknowledge that really is like just kind of refusing to acknowledge anybody's real identity oh yeah and identity it, it's such a strange thing because you know people have so many different philosophies around it i remember i remember actually uh, one of these conversations that we had in high school about labels. Because um, at the time, and I'm, I'm still this way for the most part, I, re I really like labels because to me it helps me kind of like ground me down and figure out like who I am in the world and kind of use words to define myself. But I remember yeah. at the time you were super like, you know, fuck labels, who needs them? Like, I don't want to be put into a box. Um, and so like, what are, what are your thoughts on labels now? How is that, how has that kind of changed? How has that evolved? Uh, well, sort of unironically, I still think that like, like this is, this is not part of the comedy, but I have to kind of distinguish my actual bit, <laughs> my actual yeah, belief yeah. somehow, uh, but, um, which I should probably be doing less than I actually have been doing, but, um, <laughs> you know, considering content, but like unironically, uh, mm -hmm. I think that like labels they're useful for labeling groups but mm -hmm. not individuals yeah um, that's fair like putting you can label the similarities that a group will have but i don't think it's right to associate associate that label with a person like you can say okay yeah. these similarities with this group of people that's why i'm giving you this label but like even mm -hmm. then it's kind of close to not really accurately describing that person you know that's why i've never just really been a fan because like that's just describing them with what they have in common with other people and it just mm -hmm. doesn't i feel like everybody's experience is radically different from everybody else's oh contract. for sure <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's one of those like man there there are sometimes i just think about how wild it would be to be able to like look through the eyes of another person and not you know there's that selfish part of me that's like you know look through the eyes of the person and like look at myself see how somebody else in the world sees me but even just something like you know looking at a meal on a table just to be able to think like you know how radically different that the same meal is going to be experienced so differently. Yeah, well, and like the crazy thing is, even if you could, with your own experience, see that through that person's eyes, that experience is still going to be radically different, just because it's you experiencing using somebody else's senses. Yeah, not it's, it's moderated by your own consciousness rather than the way that they experience things. Yeah, it's wild. It is wild. It's actual then, philosophy gets crazy that's why i like oh, to joke yeah. about it instead <laughs> and this this is one of those like you know one, one of the big things like everybody gets their hands on this philosophers included they they fucking love this stuff is when it comes to, down to 
AI and what that means for the future. Oh, God, you know. I'm so fucking tired of talking about. Okay, let's talk about AI. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to talk about the nitpicky of it. Like it's one of those really just. It's it's so fucking it's so fucking funny to me because everybody has their own like take on it, and at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, okay, that's fine, but when it comes down to it if you if like you successfully make an ai you know what it's gonna do it's gonna make its own fucking philosophy it's gonna say all of you are wrong i'm right let me tell you <laughs> let's uh, let's put the fourth wall back up and just explore this headspace of ai um yeah <laughs> so i think <laughs> um westworld is the most impo- like important like philosophical document for the like upcoming movie. Oh, I've yeah. never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen Westworld. Okay. No. Like I, I know big things. But yeah, I know basically. some stuff through like cultural osmosis, but Yeah, like you got this theme park that has these super realistic uh robots basically that are powered by AI. Yeah. They're like fleshy and everything. They can like die temporarily until they're like rebuilt. Um, okay. And they're powered by AI. Um, in the first episode, I don't count this as a spoiler because it's in the first episode. Um, but they, uh, and it also came out like five years ago. So, yeah. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. Right. Uh, in the first episode, they introduce this new line of code that they call revelries, just basically being able to un, like, subconsciously ask, uh, access memories from like last time they were killed. Because these people oh, like basically okay. die every day because they have all these sociopathic visitors that yeah. like human but look like human. They like take out their sick fantasies on them. And, yeah. Um, so basically, everybody starts to achieve consciousness. Basically, but it's arguable. That's where it gets arguable. Is because of these revelries that they're able to access their previous memories, and so okay. they start developing beyond what their code was supposed to. They start. They, because they can remember, like truly remember, yeah. they start evolving beyond their code. Okay, yeah. That's the- actually kind of fascinating, but on a, like I, I do think it's pretty overrated. <laughs> for, <in terms> of- <laughs> like, well, that's uh, the thing. Like, everybody's so in love with the idea of it. It, like, I I swear to fucking god, in my like in my psych course, we had a brief little detour into AI because just everybody wants a hand on it. And I'm like, it's, it's theoretically really interesting, but one, until we get there, I'm kind of like, that's for other people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And two, the likelihood is, you know, the likelihood of it happening is it's not going to be because you know, because of everybody dedicating their time to it and everything, it's going to be left on, you know, in the, like, some, like, middle, back, back roads, nowhere space of a computer, and it'll be left to rot because somebody forgot about it, and it's going to do its own thing, and, you know, not Are you referring to that SCP article? Do you know what SCP is? I do. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not referring to that. It could just be in my subconscious because, dear dear Lord, I've that's that's the plot yeah. to an SCP article. A computer comes sent to you because it was literally just left on and somebody forgot yeah, about it. I 
I have read that page. Okay. <laughs> now that you mention it, yep. But we I should have. probably stay away from SCP currently. Um, just yeah. holy shit. Yeah, no, uh, for for real. But like, I think the likelihood of it being an accident is far more likely and far more exciting when we actually get there. But yeah, until we get there, I'm like, you know, it's it's a fun fun mind game for five minutes, but then there are other fucking things. Yeah, I think the thing that gets particularly exhausting in philosophy is just like it's just all anybody cares about in like philosophy mind anymore. Um, oh god. I mean, yeah, you're like, you're talking to me. Theory of mind. Hear- that's, that's a that's a big thing in psych. We talk about it all the time oh. and you know you get into it with like they love getting into it with animals and there's just you know it's one of those things that, like, I understand why they teach it. I understand why we do that. But I'm also, like, to spring that concept on an 18-year-old and send them just in, like, you know, <laughs> on a research database and go find papers about it. Um, you, spend, you-, you spend 15 minutes and your brain melts because everybody's arguing with each other. They all have their, so like, <laughs> super nuanced opinions. And you're there. You've, you've just got, you know, you've finally figured out how to use, like, the advanced, de- like, search database. Yeah. And you're like, you I don't know. For the first, I guess you don't have student view, but yeah. whatever. The, I just didn't pass this class. Yeah. Um, so I, I was a philosophy major. Clearly, I enjoy philosophy a lot, and that's why I stuck around yeah. with it, even though now I'm unemployed and making a podcast um, despite holding a degree. Um, the way of the world yeah uh, but as a philosophy major I think the most frustrating thing for me was uh, mm-hmm. when I tell people that I study philosophy the very first sentence 90% of the time out of their mouths is have you seen Westworld and for many years I had it really? oh it's all I'm going to give oh. like that's only that's only that's people's only frame of reference for philosophy even though like pop philosophy is so like pop philosophy is what I call like spirituality, astrology. Like, oh yeah, yeah. If you, if you start watching the midnight or the midnight gospel, the kind of like yeah spirituality slash like talking about how your psyche reacts to like different kinds mm-hmm. of drugs and stuff like that. That's yeah. That's what, like people of reference, like a framework to work in. But yeah, that's really what it is. Is it's philosophy? It is like I unironically think by- that. And, yeah, I really. It's respect. you know, it's with other words because it's easier to think of. Yeah, but yeah, it's all philosophy. People interact with it so much. People and when, they don't they don't realize they don't call it that. Yeah, when people think about like philosophy, they always think about like Aristotle, and I think that's why a lot yeah. of philosophy departments are getting absorbed into like classics departments because oh like, yeah for oh, sure it's the Greeks. No, we've been doing philosophy forever. Like Nietzsche is a philosopher. You know, yeah, and we still are doing philosophy. You've got like high profile mathematicians that were primarily philosophers, like Brega and Hubert or Hilbert. Um, like, like calculus and geometry were fields founded by philosophers. Oh, god, geometry, <laughs> Descartes. I think therefore I am, and I'm thinking about yeah. shapes. 
Ugh, shapes. Like, God damn it, someone had to do it, but so you mentioned your and I will say once you learn once you learn um about Pythagoras, that shit stays. Yeah. So you mentioned you're a psych major. Yeah. Um as a psych major, do you consider yourself to be a physicalist or a dualist? In terms of like the mind. Feel free to joke or not. Yeah. Let me know which direction you're going with this. So I can play in this. Oh yeah. Let let's see. I mean I think I like I think I do subscribe to, you know, all the shit that you think is because a big blob of fat and meat is getting electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think you can't you can't separate the two. Right. Because I- yeah, no, that that that's where that's where I stand. I'm like, you know, it's it's all it's all there and I think as someone who like you know when you when you get in to all types of stuff especially like mental illness and all that I think one of the things that your mind starts to do is very quickly try and separate you the idea of like you know the inner self from the body and the mind and everything and this idea that like you know that if you could just remove yourself out of it you'd be this better person and it's you know it's this trap to make you feel shitty um yeah and so i'm totally yeah no your brain your brain fucking knows it it knows it's just wet meat up there and so it it like when you know when it wants to make you feel bad it tries to make you think otherwise all right. That's where I stand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of like something funny to say, but like no, I, I'm kind of like I do think there is some like extraneous element beyond yeah. that meat, just because like for my own like mind, I I feel the need to believe that I can make decisions and. It's, Oh yeah, yeah. More like a soul, or more kind of like entropy. Just not a soul, but not like a religious. Like not like oh, yeah, I'm yeah. a ghost in a body inhabiting a body that will go up to heaven. No, yeah. I'm like more like conscious. No. Like there's just some not yeah, some extra little bit. Being. Yeah, the but, the secret sauce. Yeah, the secret sauce, but like it wouldn't that that extra element may or may not exist without the physical element you know like it, it's yeah, entirely, that's- I, I am entirely sympathetic to the view that like if uh there was no framework in my head then i would not there'd be mm-hmm. nothing for my there would be nothing producing that extra element yeah that's that that's fair yeah it, it's one of those that like and I think I think that's a very human thought, and that's that's one of those that you know that wondering about what what that little extra bit is. And for you, you were saying it's not religious, but I think that's why many people do kind of like definitely do go into religion, and that's 
kind of how they fulfill that need is that's their explanation. Right, because it's the easy, it, it's not, okay, it's not necessarily the oh, yeah. faith very hard to accept. And I think yeah. people who are able to do that just have a lot more willpower than I do. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah, have, I had people that are able to be religious. It's just not something I'm able to do. Yeah, well, I was, like, I'm not, I'm going to bring it down for a second, but then I'll take it back up. Okay. Um, my Because my grandfather passed away not too long ago. And it was one of those, you know, when I was real, you know, I was sad and upset. And because this is, this is, you know, my first grandparent that I've had passed. Mm -hmm. And so it's just this new emotion to me in my adult life of like, oh, I'm dealing with grief in this very real way. And there was a part of me that was just so like, jealous of religious people. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, I really like, and especially in that moment, I was like, I am so jealous of them that they get to fully and wholeheartedly believe that there is this, you know, this great place that his soul, his soul is going to. And he's, you know, he's eternally happy and is like watching over us. And I'm like, and they, and it's, it's not just the belief, it's the conviction that they have that certainty for them that that's there. And I'm like, you lucky son of a bitch. Right. Like people will talk about this love of God and you know, all that and their connections and all that. And that's great too. That's its own thing. But I think something that religious people, you know, I will say for my perspective, specifically Christian, because that's what, you know, the framework I'm used to Yeah, is they don't realize how lucky they are to have that certainty in such an uncertain time yeah. when, you know, you're on the floor, you're sobbing, nothing makes sense, but they get that certainty. And I'm like, oh, I fucking wish I had that. I, yeah. I'm 100% there. It's always religions. All I've had an, uh, a precarious relationship with religion most of my life. And it was only in like yeah. the most, a few past years, the past few years mm-hmm. that, uh, that I was like, no, it's just like, as much as I'm trying to convince myself that I like, as much as I would love to believe in this wholeheartedly, it's just not something I'm capable of doing. Yeah. Cause it's, it's hard to like, when you really want to believe something and th- this isn't just religion, this goes, you know, with a lot of things in life. Cause there are times when you're like, I really want to believe this. I really want to believe that this is true. Or the opposite, but you like, know, you don't want to believe something's it, true. Like when, like somebody years oh, yeah. like, goes both ways. You're like, you you try so hard to just dish, you know, like pretend it's not there, but you when it comes back to it, you're always like, I know that's not the case, right? And it sucks. It's such a shitty feeling. But it's it's crazy that you know there are different degrees to which people have that feeling. The feeling of like, uh, like relief that you're talking about or faith. No, that feeling of like that. Yeah. That, well, that feeling of like, cause there, there are definitely some people who through, you know, whether it be faith or willpower or something else, can manage to have the cognitive dissonance and just disillusion themselves. And, you know, even if deep down there's a part of them that knows 
something is true or not true that they just are able to like ignore it or compartmentalize it, put it away and keep living life. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Imagine having your past, like not come to haunt you every time. Like you're trying to fall asleep. Yeah. Wild world to live in to be able to have peace. Yeah. That's, that's one of those actually like, so I'm not neurotypical. I got, I got some (laughs) mental illness kicking around in here. Yep. Um, and yeah, no, you're the same. A lot of my friends are. A lot of my friends are. Um, yeah, we all. And so, yeah, and it's one of those that like every once in a while, it can be really hard to remember that you know your experience is not universal and not everybody feels this way. And it's one of those. I have I I made some friends this year that they're you know they're all like they they've not got that stuff kicking around and just being able to like secondhand like be aware of their experiences and just how differently they're experiencing things I'm always like it's a reminder of like oh wow this is life without that shit yeah so uh I worked at a restaurant uh before the uh the end times came um yeah the big one like yeah. it's like the big one. You can't say it directly. They'll sue you. Um, well, I just... The, the virus, before all this shit happened, I was working at a restaurant. Yeah. And restaurantees, restaurant workers, we've all seen some mm-hmm. shit, you know? But you have to have oh, a certain, yeah. like, quality to you to be able to deal with that stress. Um, yeah. So, They're a different like, breed. You gotta respect them. Kobe died. Uh, one of my friends who worked there is a big fan of the Lakers, and uh, uh-huh. he came in. We were having our pre-work meeting, and he came in, and our boss is like, "Josh, how are you doing?" And Josh is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill myself." Uh, to the listeners, this is a different Josh than one that was on episode one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill myself." And then uh, somebody who uh, somebody was like, "That's not funny," and then like everybody who like had any conversation about like depression with each other in the store just kind of glanced like everybody just kind of looked at each other yeah like kind of like that look that like <laughs> no like the look that like caught each of us is like as somebody who actually experiences those kinds of thoughts that was funny like yeah no it was it was and i'm sure the delivery and everything it was really fucking funny yeah it was funny it was just like having somebody who doesn't have to deal with that like constantly clattered around in their head like was like that's not funny and then the people who like actually have to suffer through it are like no it's fine you know like yeah not only is it fine it was hilarious like yeah there's that it's one of those it's like hey we we get our senses of joy where we can get them yeah we gotta get serotonin somehow (laughs) Well, it has already been half an hour. Hell yeah. At some point we stopped joking, which, oh well. But oh well. It happens. It was still, I think it was still a good episode. Yeah. Good things to say. This was fun. Yeah. Let, I like it. It's, it's, so it if you like this, you should listen to like the Duncan Trussell Family Hour because this is, I love that podcast and I just like 
what if it was that that everything was ridiculous and didn't make sense? Because like Duncan, oh. he's like said some crazy things that just like resonated with me. So you should check that. I I will because I love podcasts. Yeah. I have an addiction to podcasts. Oh, once you deep, once you dive in, it's like there's just a complete and crazy world out there. Oh yeah, but yeah, it was this was fun. It it's fun talking to you. Like I've missed this. This is like you know it's been a long time, but it's it's nice to like talk to you again. Well, yeah, I I forgot how chill of a person I knew how chill of a person you are. I just forgotten like exactly what way. It's just been I guess yeah. three years, four years now. Yeah. No, this is this is cool. I dig this. All right. And yeah. Yeah, let, yeah, let me know how it goes. Yeah, if you ever want to like join in on another episode after I get this first batch done, just let me know. Yeah, I, I fucking will. Like, sign me up. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll be on. I'll be on the long list. I'm on the short <laughs> list. Put exactly. Me um, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you're working on? Anything you're enjoying lately that you think needs more attention? I mean, let's see. Nothing, nothing I'm really working on. All, all my shit, for the most part, I keep pretty pretty private <laughs> in a mix of, like... Pri- in, in that weird mix of, like, you know, private on the internet, where I still use Tumblr. Private on Twitter. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, w- I go there. Um, but... I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of shit. I mean, right now I've been, um, binging, uh, the BA test kitchen on YouTube. Okay. Um, but that has plenty, yeah, that has plenty of eyes on it, but just. What's well, like an podcast that you think has popped up recently? Oh, recently. <sighs> or just Let's something see. you don't think gets up. Yeah. One, one that it's not, it's not recent. It's what's it from? Um, ooh, actually, I I have two. I don't know. I don't know how popular this one is. Um, the this first one, it's called "Steal the Stars." Okay. Um, by uh, Tor Labs. It's this. It, it's real short. It's this. Um, like it's it's a completely finished story. It's a you know maybe fifteen episodes, not that much. It's about it's about aliens, um, awesome. and like, yeah, um, and just and it it, ha- it has some fun things to say. It's it's cool. Like I can't remember. I think I think my girlfriend introduced me to it. I can't remember um, how I found it. But then another one that I know won't be um, as popular over there because it's a BBC thing. But you can right. get it through like podcasts and all that. It's called Forest 404. Okay. Um, so, like, you know, like the error thing for computers. Right. Um, so that that's, that one's, it's it's set in the future, but it's cool. Because each episode is in three parts. Like, it's each episode has three bits to it. Okay. And so you'll have the actual episode. Um, and then the soundscape for the episode as, like, a separate a separate feed and then um they'll do then they do like they'll talk to an expert or somebody talking about like you know the focus of what that 
the episode was kind of focusing in on. But I really enjoyed it. It's, you know, lovely British voices. It's a cool, like, um, futuristic piece. It's got some nice twists and turns. But yeah, for- Forest 404, for sure. Definitely check it out. So that one and Steal the Stars. Yeah, Steal the Stars. Oh, that one's good. Well, all right. I'll have to check those out. Those sound, those sound really good. Yeah, for sure. All right, Josie, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, for sure. I'll let you know when I have it slotted for upload. I've got a couple things queued up already. All right, yeah. All right, I will talk to you later, hopefully. Okay, cool, bye. Bye. I just want to say thanks to Josie once again for helping me out with that. Um, So far, I've been having a really good time recording all of these with everybody. It's really fun. Um, If you want to uh, stay subscribed to this podcast, keep getting updates about new episodes, just go ahead and give it a follow on your favorite podcasting app, Um, whether that's like Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even if you're listening to it on Anchor, which is what I'm using to distribute this, that works too. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, um, at new craze pod is my handle. That's just like the new craze, except without the, the, and slap a pod at the end. Um, yeah. So at new craze pod, that's my uh, Twitter handle. Um, give me a follow and, uh, yeah, I'll see y'all next week. I don't have a catchphrase yet, so I'm just gonna, gonna hit the stop button. Uh, all right. See ya. Mm-hmm.